0: This week's podcast is brought to you by the fine folks over at Friendly TV. If you are a fan of classic television, then this is the streaming service for you. Friendly TV has over 40 channels, including MeTV, that allow you to relive your favorite TV moments and indulge in a marathon of your favorite classics with shows like Leave It to Beaver, Star Trek, A-Team, Andy Griffith, and many, many more. And best of all, the price is right. At the time of this podcast, plans start at just $6.99 a month. I'll put a link in the description section of this episode so that you can try a seven-day free trial of my favorite streaming service around. And now, on with the show.
1: When the pirate movie debuted during the summer of 1982, it was immediately panned as a quick money-grab to take advantage of the then-popular Broadway revival of Gilbert and Sullivan's Pirates of Penzance. It was a box office bomb. The critics hated it. And the movie, which was filmed in Australia and starred Christy McNichol, Christopher Atkins, and Ted Hamilton, well, it failed both domestically here in the U.S. as well as internationally. However, over the years, the film first through repeated viewings on HBO, VHS tapes, and then DVDs has gained more than a cult following. Yes, this movie is fondly remembered and has become beloved by many. Why? Well, beyond simple nostalgia, here are five reasons why I believe the pirate movie is freaking awesome. Reason number one, this movie more than any other that I can think of just screams I was made in the 80's. It's super cheesy for sure, but at the same time, it's sweet and it's innocent. It takes the viewer back to a time when things were simpler, and it was okay to mix classic Gilbert and Sullivan with pop music. Sure, there are purists that were appalled by this, but again, this was the 80s. It was okay. Nobody was going to get hurt. By the way, I love the heavy-handed Baskin-Robbins product placement at the beginning of this movie. It's like the makers of this film wanted everyone to know right up front, nothing was sacred here. And yes, there is a lightsaber reference in the movie. Reason number two, as you might have already figured out, this movie doesn't take itself seriously in any way. It's a tongue-in-cheek, wacky comedy of a movie. As mentioned previously, it's based off of The Pirates of Penzance, which, if you really think about it, is pretty lighthearted in its own right. Ted Hamilton is quite good with his zingy one-liners. It's a movie just to have fun with and laugh at. Notice that I said at and not with. Yes, it's that type of movie. Reason number three are the two lead actors. Yep, it seemed like every young girl back in the early 80s was crushing on Christopher Atkins. And you know what? Christy McNichol is absolutely beautiful in this movie. Throughout the film, they seem to have real chemistry together, or at the very least, they look like they were having fun. And beyond the two leads, it just looks like everyone's having a great time making a really silly movie. Reason number four, let's talk about the original songs in this movie, written by Terry Britton, who has written a ton of songs for folks like Olivia Newton-John and Tina Turner. Uh, you know, 80s staples. You know what, I think those songs are really good. Okay, one could make an argument that Pumpin' and Blowin'" is not a good song, but How Can I Live Without Her, Hold On, and Happy Ending are instantly memorable and great songs in their own right. Again, going back to reason number one, they sound like they were written in the late 70s and early 80s, and that is absolutely not a bad thing. And who knew Christie and Chris could sing as well as they do? Reason number five is very simple. This movie doesn't overstay its welcome. It clocks in at a very reasonable 104 minutes, not too short, not too long, far too often. Movies... Especially musicals seem to creep over two hours, and in some cases get darn close to three. For me, most films, especially musicals, should be able to tell their story in less than two hours. All I want is to hear a handful of good songs, laugh a little bit, and be taken away from reality for just a little while. And in the case of the pirate movie, it accomplishes all three of those things very well. The full movie is on YouTube right now by the way, at some point they'll probably take it down, but my guess is that it will always be somewhere online where you can watch it legitimately. It's an often maligned musical gem, but you know what? Totally worth watching. Alright that's it folks. Hey if you didn't know, this podcast is a compliment to the videos that I make over on YouTube. And I would love to have you swing on by and check out my channel. It's easy to find because my channel is my name, Dave Sundstrom. Also, as long as I'm asking, why not add this little podcast to your subscription queue? I plan on releasing new episodes about three or four times a week. But most importantly, and as always, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to get a little nostalgic with me. I really appreciate it. I truly do.